What to do, where to eat, and people you should know. This is National Lifestyles, the podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to National Lifestyles, the podcast. This is Brian Berry, the publisher and your co-host today, joined with my lovely editor, friend, and co-host, Allison Hudak. Hello, Allison. How are you? Hello. I am wonderful on this gloomy Friday when we are recording. I know, right? But it's putting me in the, like, fall, getting ready for the holiday spirit. I'm in it. I'm I'm wearing a sweater. I'm not going to lie. I actually have a blanket on. I'm cold. (laughs) You're freezing my ass off in the house. You're dressing up. I'm wearing wearing fuzzy uh, slippers that I got for Christmas. Fun story. My husband got these for me for Christmas last year, and I thought they were, like, really fancy slippers because I had wanted Ugg slippers, and he got me these. They're so comfortable. They're, like, really fancy and bougie-looking. And uh, then, like, months later, I was looking at our Amazon orders and saw that they were, like, $20 Amazon slippers. And this whole time, I thought I was just, like, Sutton from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Oh, oops, not Sutton. (laughs) I'm not Sutton. Sorry. Well, close enough. Close enough. Well, okay, before we get into this, we want to thank our sponsors. We love you, J-Lord. I'm super excited to see what they're doing for holidays this year. We're going to talk more about that at the commercial break. But I'm super excited for our guest today. We're joined with, well, I should say in our October issue, we have our most beautiful people, which is an excuse for us to profile people that we think are interesting, right, Allison? Yeah, and beautiful. And drop dead gorgeous. Our friend Justin Anderson is here. Hello, Justin. Welcome. Hey, hey guys. How's it going? Thank you for having me. Welcome, you beautiful person, you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I love that title. I'm going to ride that title for a really long time. <laughs> Do it. As you should. So I want to ask you some stuff. So I want to get to know, like, we're going to play like, Justin, this is your life kind of questions here for a second. So I've been I love it. dying to know. So you grew up in California, right? Yeah. So what got you to Nashville is what I want to know. Why here? You know, it's so it's so weird because I'm like a total Southern California boy my whole life. Um, I grew up there. Both of my parents were surfers, so we surfed growing up. And I was all about the California life always. And I would hate when people would like trash talk Los Angeles because like that's my hometown and stuff. But I always had like this fascination with the South, and I loved Southern people, and I loved the the way that people lived down here, and I loved visiting it. And you know, Kristen Cavallari has been a best friend of mine for. 20 years and um, when she moved here I would come here more and I would visit I was always like so envious of her living in the south and um, I got to a point in my career where it really didn't matter where I was living because uh, you know I've I've been a hair colorist my whole career but I have my own product line and that's really what I focus on now so I'm not in the salon anymore and I could kind of go anywhere and um, I was like you know I want to move to Nashville and I was kind of talking to Kristen about it she's like of course she wanted me to be down here with her and um, I honestly just picked up and moved here. And it was supposed to kind of be temporary. Like, we were going to go back and forth. My uh, my partner and I, we were going to go back and forth from L.A. to Nashville. And then the pandemic um, hit, and we were just kind of stuck here. And um, I just absolutely fell in love with it. And I didn't want to go back to L.A. at all. So we've kind of just, um, this is our life now. I love it. Well, welcome to Nashville. So you guys have been here for a while, right? Like a year? No, we've been here. It's so wild. We've been here two years now. Um, When we first moved here, Kristen was like, oh, would you want to film a little bit on our show? Because she was doing very Cavalier at the time. 
And I was like, yeah, I'll do it. Like, I'll film a little bit. It'll be fun, like, whatever. And then they turned it into, like, a whole um, a storyline on the show. So we filmed the whole season, and they followed us um, buying our home. And I proposed to my boyfriend. His nickname is Scoot. So I proposed to Scoot on the show. And um, it all happened. But then that aired later. So it seems like I've only been here for a year, but it's been two years. Wow. The magic of TV. Exactly. <laughs> so I want to ask you, how did you get into, and I'm going to cut, I promise I'll come back. I want to talk about your product line and all that stuff, but like, how did you get into beauty? Like, were you always interested in hair as a kid or like, how did you arrive at that? Oh my gosh. Yeah. I've been obsessed with like beauty since I was a little kid. I was raised in a really big um, Mormon family. So I have lots of cousins and lots of aunts and uncles and all of my uncles and my dad were in the family business, which was construction. So I was never around beauty at all. And um, lots of sports going on. I actually have like a couple uncles who were like professional athletes. And so I was like in that super macho world. But in the back of my mind, I was like the little little gay kid in the family who was like always obsessed with beauty. I mean, I remember being a little kid, like I'd be fascinated with like beauty pageants and I loved like uh, movie actresses. And I think the thing that I loved so much was seeing women when they're dressed up in their element and they look their most beautiful. And I just loved like the confidence that came with it. I loved sitting in the bathroom as a little kid with my mom and watching her put her makeup on and do her hair. Cause I loved the way that it changed like her whole energy. Like all of a sudden she had like this confidence about her. And um, I just remember being fascinated by it. And so I always wanted to do something in the beauty space. And um, I went to college I went to college with a bunch of friends from high school. I joined a fraternity and I was trying to do that whole thing, but I really wanted to go to hair school and be um, in the hair world. And I just dropped out of college and I went for it. And I think it's one of those things, like if you follow what your passion is, you'll end up being successful at it. And um, the rest is history. I started working with a bunch of celebrities and whatnot. And um, that's pretty much how it happened. So I want to, you are literally going down my list here. I wanted you to tell us if you can, some of the celebs that you worked with, you don't have to tell us like anything you can like, and who's the worst. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> you can't say that. <laughs> I'm honestly an open book. I would never say anything super negative about anyone. That's just not my style. But I mean, it's, it's my resume at this point. It's the things that I've worked on and it's um, things that I'm proud of. But um, I think my first really big celebrity was Kirsten Dunst was uh, making her hair. It was red for Spider-Man. She was going blonde for Marie Antoinette. And that was like the first um, celebrity that I did. And that was back in the day was when there was no um, Instagram or social media. And I didn't have a PR agent at the time. And um, Vogue caught wind of it, of like this like 22-year-old kid who just started doing hair and was working with Kirsten Dunst. So Vogue magazine wrote a big article about me being like the the blonde guy to look for or the guy who does blonde hair in Hollywood. Okay. Wait, and you were 22 my, years old. Yeah, I was, yeah, wow. I was young. I dropped out of college at 19 or 20 and then I went to beauty school and I started doing hair really fast. I had like a really short assistant. I was an assistant in Beverly Hills and then they put me on the floor, which is what they call it when you go on and start taking your own clients. Um, so yeah, I was young. I was like 21, 22 when I started like building my clientele and, um, so when they put me in Vogue magazine, um, yeah, I was a baby. It was wild. And that changed my whole career. After that, it's like I started doing lots of celebrities. And I think the big, big break was when I started doing Jennifer Aniston's color, you know, because Jennifer has always been known for her hair um, for her hair yeah. in general. Um, but her hair color, when I first started doing Jennifer's hair, and we've been friends 
forever, Jen and I. Um, but when you start doing Jennifer Aniston's hair color, it just really changes the game. So that's when everything uh, really took off. I bet it does. That is crazy. Wow. <laughs> 22. I still can't get over it. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know. It's a trip. Um, it, it's a trip. It happened really fast. I'm, like, a really driven person. Like, when I know I want something, I'll go really hard for it. So I was like, I'm going to be an assistant quicker than anybody else. And, like, I really had to prove myself to people. Because I was – I mean, I remember when I first started working at – the salon was called the Art Luna Salon. It was, like, the fanciest salon in Beverly Hills. And I went in, and I was, like, such a fish out of water. Because I was, again, like a Southern California surfer boy. I, would, I just dropped out of college. I was wearing, like, flip-flops in the salon. And everyone would make fun of me. Like, who the hell is this guy? Uh, so I knew I had to prove myself. So it's like, it was all about, you know, getting clients to trust me. And I was going above and beyond as an assistant, getting these women, these rich housewives in um, Beverly Hills to, to trust me. And um, yeah, I went for it. <laughs> that is wild. You were a baby. Well, you're still a baby. Come on. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, in my body. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So how did you get into making a product? Like, how did that start? Tell us about that. I think in the back of my mind, it was something I always wanted to do. You know, when I told my parents that I was going to drop out of college and go to beauty school, I remember I love my mom and I'm close to my mom, but I remember my mom saying, you know, Justin, that's not a career. That's more like a hobby and you're going to get burnt out on it and we don't support it. We think you should stick, um, stick with school. And when somebody tells me I can't do something, I really want to do it. You know, I'm such a Scorpio in that way, and I want to prove people wrong. Uh, so I was like, you know, I'm going to do celebrity hair, and I'm going to have my own product line, and I'm going to be more successful than all my siblings. And so I always kind of knew that that was where I wanted it to end up being. And um, so years ago, I partnered up with my partner, um, Donna Polette, and we created this line that takes care of your hair color in between salon visits. So all of our products take care of different color needs and we're in Sephora and Nordstrom's and Ulta beauty and we're on Amazon. We're about to go international, um, by the end of this year, actually. Um, so it's just always kind of been a dream of mine. I'm super, like I said, I'm super into the, um, the beauty world and I love it. And I'm not a businessman by any sense, but I have like a, I have a side of me that's like a little bit of an entrepreneur and I like starting new things. Um, and I like building something from the, from the ground up. And um, so here we are. Um, it's wild because it's like my whole life has been in the salon and dealing with people. And now um, I'm on Zoom calls all the time and promoting <laughs> the products. And it's just a different life, but I enjoy it. So did you have to like meet with chemists and stuff to like come up with this? Were you like, I I'm picturing you in a lab coat with like a Bunsen <laughs> burner, some beaker. your forehead. <laughs> Yeah. No, I mean, I, I, I totally did. You know, we, um, one of our uh, products within the line is an at-home hair color. So it can cover your gray roots at home in between salon visits. And, um, we, we went with a company out of Italy. So yes, I went to Italy and I worked with, um, people who helped us develop the color line. And, um, I've been very hands-on, you know, all my years in the salon, I was behind the chair and talking to my clients all the time. So I knew the things that women were complaining about all the time. So I had a list in my head of products that I wanted to make that would take care of those issues for in between the salon visits. And so, yeah, all these ideas that I had, um, getting to watch them come to life has been totally rewarding and really, really fun for me. And I am pretty neurotic about things in my life, like wanting them to be the best. So it's a lot of trying things out, sending them back, getting a re a new formulation for it. Um, so it's been a lot of the back and forth, you know, some of my most favorite products within our line have taken years to come, uh, to come out. 
Um, but it's just been so cool to watch it happen. I can say that I'm very, I'm proud of myself, you know? <laughs> well, you should be. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, come on. And, you know, I loved your quote in here. You had said you have a quote in the magazine. You said a quote to um, live by. You said, I believe in creating and living a life that my younger self would be proud of. I thought that was so great. I just like Oh, my gosh. I appreciate that. I, I think about that every single day. I really, really do. You know, I remember, uh, you know, I'm obviously a gay man. And I grew up in a, in a very religious family that I'm so thankful for because it taught me a lot about life and love and whatever, but I remember kind of being just like a, a, a lonely kid and I always wanted somebody to talk to about uh, coming out of the closet. And, you know, I didn't have any role models within the gay community as a kid growing up in, in a conservative world. And so I just, I've always thought about that. And I've always thought about like, you know, I want to be the adult that any younger version of myself would meet and just be like, wow, this guy's really cool. He's open-minded. He's, uh, he loves everyone. And, uh, so I, I think about that stuff all the time. That's something I'm really passionate about. Just being a good, honest person, being reliable, whatever. <laughs> I, I wish more people did. That's really nice. The best way to spread Christmas cheer is... Singing love for all to hear! We're ready. Let's save Christmas! Your mission? Journey into Buddy the Elf's world, where you'll cook with the Elf's four main food groups and compete in an epic virtual snowball fight as part of more than a dozen interactive challenges in this year's all-new, can't-miss, mission-safe Christmas experience. Get your tickets at christmas at gaylordopryland.com. Santa! I know him! All right, Justin, so what I want to ask you about now is your life in Nashville. I'm so curious, what, like, what are your hangs here? What do you like to do in Nashville? Um, it's so wild because my life in Los Angeles was so much different. You know, I spent so many years building up my clientele and I did a lot of networking and, um, I'm a social person, but I don't love like big parties. And I did a lot of that in Los Angeles. So when I moved to Nashville, I was like, you know, I want to live like a, a cozy life. I want to have p- friends come into town and stay with us. So we bought a house here with a lot of space, a lot of extra rooms. So we, we host a lot of friends from out of town and I've really turned into this like total homebody. Like we do lots of like dinners at home and watching movies. And I love having like friends in the house. Right now we have three friends staying with us from Ohio. My partner's from Ohio. And so we love hosting people. Um, but I think like now I've been here long enough that I'm like starting to venture out a bit. Uh, Kristen and I got uh, season tickets to the to the Preds hockey games. We're, we're both hockey fans. Uh, so we do that a lot. Um, where you guys had the the event for that for the uh, magazine cover launch, twelve uh, thirty. I'm obsessed with that place. I think it's oh, fabulous. It's so We're actually cool, going there tonight. It? Yeah, I think it's so great. You know, it's um, the the lounge area that they have with the la- the live music and the food is amazing. So I love that. I also love bourbon steak. Um, I love the view up there. It just really feels like you're in the city. And then um, eighteen ninety two out in Leapers Fork. I love how cozy it is, and I love the food there. Um, so it's mostly around food here. Um, but other than that, I'm like, I'm in this place now where I want to really start to like experience Nashville a bit more. Yeah. You gotta check. There's so much to see. Like, have you done guys done like Cheekwood or you do the country music hall of fame, like be a local tourist. Cause there's so many cool things. No, we haven't done any of that stuff. And that's like stuff that we really need to Justin, do. You know, I drove out to Blackberry farm. Yeah. Blackberry farm. So, yeah. I know. I've got to do it. I've, I'm going to get into all that stuff. We drove out to Blackberry farm and that was beautiful. Um, I like to get in the car. I love to drive in the car, like driving in the car. I do all my thinking and a lot of my phone calls. 
So I'd love to be in the car here and just drive out as far as I can. Because uh, it's such a difference from California. You know, the roads are actually open and um, <laughs> it's so gorgeous here. Uh, so I have to do more of the like the, the real Nashville thing. Uh, I look forward to doing all that. So I want to oh, go ahead, Alison, please. I was going to say, this time of year, especially, it's so great to just get in the car and drive because it's so pretty everywhere. Oh my gosh, I totally agree. One of the things that like drew me to Nashville or just outside of California, to be honest, is seasons. I love weather so much. I love really cozy weather as much as I love uh, summer weather. So it's been so fun, like when, like it's cooling down here right now. And I enjoy that so much, the leaves changing, all of that. So yeah, I think it's stunning here. It's, Nashville is beautiful. I mean, Tennessee in general, it's just beautiful. I'm the same way. I grew up in Florida, and so seasons for me. Yeah, you get it. Like, it never gets old. Like, people complain about the cold, and I'm like, no, this is fantastic. Like, <laughs> I am the exact same way. I actually love when it gets cold. Like, last year when we had all of that snow and people were complaining, I'm like, what are you talking about? I love this more than anything. It's, like, so <laughs> exciting for me. Me too. Like we were like sledding in my backyard and my friends at home, like I posted on Instagram, my friends at home were like, what is happening? And I'm like, I know it's my yard. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. All right. So speaking of like your life in general here, I want to tell you, I first heard of you. I've talked about my friend. I call her the Brentwood housewife. I have a friend. um, I won't say her name without her permission. But she was like, you've got to follow this guy. He's so funny. And it was you. And I was like, oh, my God. Your Instagram is the funniest damn thing. Like, the other day, and maybe it was actually yesterday, you were talking about what's one thing that shows you're an adult. And you showed your freezer in your garage. And I've never felt like a bigger failure in life because my freezer is just chock full of shit that's been in there for years. And I was like, his freezer is so organized. Like there's, I was just shocked. Your garage in general was organ- weird things that I noticed, but I was like, Oh my God, Justin's living right. <laughs> uh, we, yeah, my, my partner Scoot is very, very organized and we, we do have a really organized house. That's something we both agree on. Uh, we love it. I love order as much as sometimes when people meet me, they think that I have a kind of chaotic personality. I love order. Um, but yeah, the other day when I was talking on Instagram, it's like, I always think about those things too. I think about childhood a lot, obviously, but I always think about things when I was a kid that would impress me like, Oh, that's so cool that that family has that, or that seems so grown up to do that. And so I always like to like really pay attention to it as an adult. But when we got like a freezer put in our, uh, in our garage, like to store extra food. Like when you fill up your freezer in the kitchen, I just think that's such an adult thing. And I don't ever <laughs> want to take it for granted. I like to look around my house and just be like, wow, look what you did. Or like, that's amazing, you know? Um, and never, just never take it for granted. But that freezer for some reason was like such a thing for me. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I, get me really excited. I thought it was so funny. <laughs> And you really are hilarious on your Insta. People should follow you. And the thing, the other thing that you did that tripped me out is that you drove to the Gwen Chandler Church, the way down church in Brentwood. You like drove oh. in there. I was so nervous. I was like, don't do it. Oh my gosh. I watched that documentary and it just blew my mind. I thought it was the craziest thing in the world, but like I live right by it. And so when they were showing like all the like 
the shots of like the, the, the town. I was like, Oh my gosh, this is our neighborhood or whatever. So yeah, absolutely. I got in the car right after. And that's just who I am. I'm, I'm just naturally a really curious person. And so I'm like, I'm going to drive to that church. And so I drove there right after I watched the documentary and there were bodyguards out front and they, they told me I couldn't go into the driveway, but I was like, Oh, can I just turn around right here? And I kind of zoomed by them. <laughs> so I want to get as close as possible to the church. And uh, it just blew me away. I mean, I don't know. Like I grew up in a, in a religious and religious family and people always they hear that I was Mormon. They're like, Oh my gosh, was it like a cult? What was it like? And I was like, no, it wasn't. Um, but when I watched that documentary, I was like, that is a trip. I mean, who knows if it's as crazy as they make it. I mean, they obviously are trying to get us entertained, but it was a wild documentary. That's crazy. <laughs> I mean, it, that was, that documentary is so fascinating. And to me, one of the most fascinating things is that, they had to stop because the plane crash happened. Like, they, like I was just, we were watching that and I was like, I can't imagine being the filmmaker who was making this. And then you're like, holy crap, the subject just died in the middle of this. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, it's got to just be, and apparently they're going to release more next year because they had to like come up with a whole new plan, which is crazy. I mean, the whole situation is crazy, but I would just kind of, like those filmmakers. Yeah, were, I remember when the when it broke out in the uh, the media that that plane crash had happened. I remember looking at the pictures and I saw her hair, and of course I was just so fascinated by this woman's hair. But I still didn't realize the church was like in Nashville, right by our house or whatever. So when the documentary came out and I watched it, I was just blown away. But it was her hair that sucked me in. And I always yeah. feel like I need to be really careful when I talk about it because I'm like, I don't know what if one of my neighbors is a part of that church. You know, I don't ask anybody where they go to church or anything. <laughs> uh, so I always want to be really, really careful and not uh, offend anyone. But that documentary just blew my mind. And I, I want to ask, speaking of, look at, here's a segue. Speaking of documentaries, you and Kristen have teased a little bit of um, camera work lately. Are we allowed to know anything about it, or does it have to remain a tease? Believe me, I want to tell my whole life story, and I, <laughs> I share everything. I, I almost say too much at all times. But um, it's something that we are filming together, and I'm super excited about it. And um, I can't wait to tell people more about it, but um, it'll be a lot of fun. You know, Kristen and I have had this friendship forever. And very cavalier, we filmed it. And it was definitely Kristen's show, and she was married at the time. And I know Kristen as being married, and then I know fun Kristen and being single from before. Um, so this is something I would love for us to share, like this different part of both of our lives. You know, like I'm here, my life is so different, Kristen being newly single. So yeah, we're filming something that I'm super excited about, and I can't wait to like share it with people. Um, but they like make you be so quiet about everything until it's actually happened. But COVID messed up a lot of things, you know, things keep getting pushed off and I don't know when things will happen. So I also don't want to be the person that like announces something and then you never know when it's going to actually happen. But we have started. Oh my gosh. It, we're, we're all <laughs> very excited to hear what it is and to watch it because watching you two together is so much fun. Like even just watching you on Instagram live, like get drunk at home is just <laughs> we we do we have a lot of fun together Kristen and I, I think the thing that draws us together is we're super we're really driven you know Kristen has her own business uncommon james and i have mine dpq and so we're really driven with like our our business and stuff but like we love to have fun and that's how we we i mean we we partied back in the days and we really have a similar personality like that we're we're crazy about our workouts and being healthy but then we love to have fun when we have fun um, so I can't wait for people to see like that side of our friendship, um, and not really hold back. <laughs> so I appreciate you enjoying it. <laughs> well, that is something for us to look forward to. Hey, before we go, 
We got to tell people because we want to give you a plug. Where can they buy your hair care product? Yeah, where is DP here? Yeah, DP here, the, the best place to buy it if you really want to support it, if you've enjoyed anything that I said on this podcast, uh, go to <laughs> dphue.com. Uh, that's my favorite place because I can see it right away. But we are available in Nordstrom's Ulta Beauty, all Ulta Beauty stores across the whole country, Sephora, Sephora Canada, we're already in, Amazon.com, and then we are going international um, by the end of this year. Awesome. And follow him on Insta because you will not. I appreciate you saying that. Sometimes I'm so embarrassed when people say that. They're like, oh, I follow you on Instagram. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm a complete idiot on Instagram. But I really enjoy it. And I never want to hold back. I never want to overthink anything about Instagram. I can't stand how things are so curated. You know, it's like this like fake version of everyone's life. Or not even fake, but it's just this like glamorized version. But I have a lot of fun with it. And I never want to overthink it. So I appreciate when people enjoy it. I think it's awesome. I think it's funny. And then, of course, the freezer thing threw me into complete OCD, and I've started cleaning my house up. So there's that. <laughs> it's good to have goals, you know? I want, I want to live as organized as Justin. <laughs> Justin, it has been so fun talking to you. Thank you for doing this. Thanks for being in the magazine. And you guys, thanks for listening. You can find us everywhere, all things at National Lifestyles. Thanks for listening. Follow us on social media at Nashville Lifestyles on everything. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Nashville Lifestyles.